0: September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Wee! Then welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister. Before you find out what six years of fraud God feels like, well, like year and a half plus like four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl.
1: What am I looking at here?
0: Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. I can't believe you're tattling.
1: Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing.
0: The new Fox Tuesday, from your September 25th on Fox Buzz the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Castle After Show. After we'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's
2: Castle After Show. Hello and welcome. Bingus for doing it. We are doing another episode here on AfterBuzz TV for Castle Season Five, Episode One. I am Bam Erickson, and I want to introduce my other host.
3: Hi, guys. I'm Samantha Leach,
1: and I am Paige Sullivan.
2: And sitting next to me, not only is she one of my favorite actresses, but she is one of the co-stars for Castle. She plays Lanie Parrish. You've also seen her in such movies as Blue Streak, The Wood, and Booty Call. <laughs> Tamala. <laughs> you know I had to go there. Those are some of my favorite movies. Okay. Tamala Jones. Woo! Thank you so much for being a guest for this is the first um, after show um, recap for for Castle and you're our guest. So I, it's an honor to have you here. So thank you.
4: No, thank you for having me.
2: All right. So let's go into it it was a it was a phenomenal episode, which I know you um you did an interview last week, and you said that the opening um for this season was gonna be very sexy, very exciting so i I totally agree it was sexy it was it was mm-hmm. exciting it was very fun, and so everyone has been waiting to see if Castle and Beckett were actually gonna hook up, and so what happens is they hook up and it's the morning after and mm-hmm. so what did you guys think about that?
3: finally, (laughs) finally, (laughs) we have been waiting five seasons for this to happen. And I think everyone saw it coming. Everyone's been rooting for them. Everyone wanted it. So I think like everyone's wishes were kind of answered just to start off the season.
1: I agree, but it seems almost too easy for these two Mm because Castle and Becca, it never works this way. So when it's going this good, you wonder what's going to come next, I guess. And you want to see where this is going to progress because they've been trying so hard to make. Something happened here and everybody wants it to happen. So you feel like it can't last very long.
2: But also there's been this cat and mouse game where he makes uh, Castle make a comment. She's like, you know, she kind of tells him like, okay, in your dreams a little bit. So there's always been like this cat mouse Mm -hmm. with the two of them. And then finally it happened, you know.
3: I mean, you have to kind of relate it to just a regular relationship, you know, like it's always about the chase and it's always about the suspense and like I want it because I can't have it kind of thing, you Mm -hmm. know. So where is their relationship going to go now, now that they now that they've had it, you know. What's next?
1: And they they struggled even in this episode with people walking in on them and Beckett having to confront, you know, the case that she didn't want to anymore. She resigned from the force she wanted to be done. So she's coming back now and Castle's kind of egging her on and, you know, helping her through it. So it's kind of developing the relationship even more. It's so much more personal than it has been. It's been personal, but they're just taking it up a
2: notch. Mm-hmm. Now, I want... In the interview sometime back in April, you know, you said that you had predicted that they were going to get together. Mm-hmm. And so w- did you like the outcome of their uh, relationship and what happened for tonight's episode?
4: I loved it. I was like, it's about freaking time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I'm glad they got together. Um I'm not going to give away too much, but you're right. It can't be that easy. So it's never that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're going to see some stuff later on in the season, and it's really juicy. but I did like how you know they had to hide from the mom, and mm. then it was t- Castle's time to hide, and he was like, "No, I'm not hiding. That's such a typical man. You guys, just you know, one sided." But I do, I do think that
2: I do think that he should have hid. I do think that he he should have played. Oh,
3: you're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we got a keeper over here, ladies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So what do you guys think I, is going to happen with their relationship? What do, what do you think?
3: I mean, something has to happen. Like you both said, it it can't be that easy. Mm-hmm. Um I personally, I can't see where the drama exactly is going to unfold if it's going to be case related and then that's going to be something that kind of mm-hmm.
1: messes their relationship or I mean I don't, we're going to have to stay tuned. I don't know. Well, work and relationships are a tricky situation mm-hmm. no matter who you are. So, And they butt heads every time there's a case and that Castle's kind of being eccentric and over the top and she is trying to bring him back down to earth. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be an issue for them working together and maintaining a relationship because it's hard to keep those two lives apart when you're together the whole time.
2: Yeah, but I think so far in this episode, I think they work well together because, you know, with her um, resigning, after the whole ordeal and in, uh, in season four, she really was not really into it, and so he was really there to support her like a man would support his woman. Yep. And so I really thought...
4: Are you trying to score brownie points over here? <laughs> no, He's I'm, like, like a man should support his woman. That's right. Keep yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> do, you
3: have, do you have this written down somewhere? What do you have over there? Like no, a cheat I don't,
2: sheet? I, I, don't, I don't have it down. But just some of the things that he was saying, you know, um, when they were talking about Michael Smith, which we'll talk about in just a second, mm-hmm. but even when she was ready to give up, when Michael... Was not willing to testify or do anything when they were outside down uh, downstairs. You know, he even said, you know, he needs a little more. He needs a, l- a little talk, a little push. Mm-hmm. And so he was, you know, he was being basically what he's been doing for the past couple of seasons anyway. But now it's just official.
1: Yeah, but she kind of seemed to get her groove back at the end of the episode. Like mm-hmm. when she wanted to come back on the force. I mean, mm-hmm. I think she's got her confidence and she knows what she's doing now. So I don't mm-hmm. know how much she's going to rely on him.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? castle and beckett are inseparable i mean even if they weren't together he couldn't stay away the bottom line to it is he's madly in love with this woman and it's been this little cat and mouse game for a long time and now he finally has her and i think that he may not know what to do you know right now it's like oh my god she's is she mine so I think there's going to be that little pull with him. But I like the way that he was there for her tonight. It was a little bit more deeper than the other times. And I liked how he pushed her to go ahead and let's, let's, let's go through this because this is it. If if you don't get these guys, they're coming to get you. That was my favorite part. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of favorite parts, but that was one of my favorite parts in there. And I, I like how Ryan and Esposito are
3: still— not speaking to each other. Yeah, their relationship's still pretty interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about Michael Smith because mm-hmm. Michael Smith was a was the the epicenter of tonight's episode. So let's dig a little into uh, the history of, of Michael Smith. So, what y- y- you were saying? Um,
3: yeah, I mean, he um, he was always, I think, that person that everyone knew but didn't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has been trying to figure out where he was going to come into play, and and why he was protecting Beckett. Why was he—what was his reasoning behind it, right? Mm-hmm. So to get a little bit more information during tonight's episode and a little bit of insight, and it kind of tied it all together by what they found out, it, it helped a little bit to realize what he meant to this entire story, you know? Do you mm-hmm. guys
4: remember um, last season at the end when—well, um, I guess— not last season, but the season before when Beckett almost died. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you remember mm-hmm. seeing him in the hospital? Briefly. He, it was like a little cameo of Michael being in there to kinda like tie him in up until now. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I r- feel like anyway. I would have to go back and watch <laughs> I,
2: didn't, I didn't catch it. I remember the hospital I remember I remember the scene, but I didn't catch it. He it was real quick. He was like passing by.
3: See, I don't remember that, but that's what makes this show so amazing is because they're thinking about this, what you said two seasons ago, mm-hmm. and they've already thought about this. You mm-hmm. know, when shows can keep me thinking and like, and they already have something planned that I can't catch on to is like... That's what makes me love a show (laughs) is because to bring someone in like that where obviously like we weren't like, oh, yes, I remember exactly that moment. So for that to be that subtle and then for him to have such a huge role in this show, I think it's just brilliant for the writing.
1: It was like building on him, though. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, I missed it, too. he was in that season, and then the next season you get more and more and more, and today it was kind of everything. It was the climax of who Michael Smith is and what he means to this. So it's kind of interesting if you really are paying attention, and if you kept a tally of every time you saw him or heard from him and what you heard from him, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have guessed this. (laughs) I wouldn't have guessed this, but um, maybe if I'd paid more attention to it, I would have seen more coming from him.
4: that is the joy of the DVDs. You get to go back season one. One all the way up to right now and, and just put everything together. That's These writers that we have, they are such geniuses. And every time I open a script and read one, I'm like, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> and you think you know what's going to happen and you don't. It's like they, they
1: take you on these little curve roller coaster rides and it's, it's exhilarating. I feel like you would yeah. learn even more every time you rewatched an episode because there's so many things I miss or we would pause and be like, what, did you catch yeah. that? That's probably important. So I think definitely rewatch some of the episodes if you really want to know what's going on
2: Mm -hmm. okay i I totally agree so now back to this michael to the michael smith character and so one of the interesting things was when they found the 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 picture of him when he was younger
3: right
2: this is when this is when they had to go back and i thought the writing on this was really amazing because you know there was an old picture of of michael and so what they did was uh, castle realized that he had on this watch that was Made um, specifically in 1981, the same year that Montgomery was married, and that's one of the things I like about character, um, Castle's character is because he remembers the most, and from he remembers things that like who else, who cares it's about a watch? Like how knowledge. would he know? Yeah. How would he know that a watch was made in 1981, the same year that Montgomery um, was married? And so I thought that was I just think the writing on the show is is brilliant how. How, how the backstory, I really, really love that. So,
3: I really liked how uh, the picture, especially because we saw Michael Smith in mm-hmm. the finale, like we know that he had called Beckett, I mean, not excuse me, not Beckett, Castle, mm-hmm. because he was trying to protect Beckett. And then to see this picture, I think at the beginning of the episode, we were all trying to place like, who is this other person? Who is this picture that they're looking for? Because not knowing that how many years later that that was the guy that we had already met but the picture was so old that obviously it didn't register right away until they started digging up all the clues and you are like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. this is this guy now this
1: is how long this has really been going on you know Exactly. It's it's a huge case she's been working on. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. her life. This is the most important thing to her, her yeah. mother. And, you know, not getting revenge, but really finding closure and solving mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. ending it for herself <laughs> and her mother alone. So I think when you put all those pieces together, she needs Castle there to help her find a guy like Michael Smith. She couldn't have done that. She wouldn't have really been looking at that watch and saying, let's see who bought that watch. Let's see who's wearing that watch.
2: And they also work well together because once he discovered the watch was made in 1981, then she was the one who was able to go a little bit further. He always kind of gives... That little piece of information that she needs. And then she's always able to take the little information and that he run gives. With it. And then she can just totally run with it. Mm-hmm. And so after they discovered that the watch was made in 1981, 1981, and then they discovered that the, the watch, there were 19 of uh, the watches that were given during some type of lawsuit, and then which they were able to track down who michael smith was based off of the 19 uh lawyers or the uh, the 19 um uh, uh people that were given the watches right and so there was this just whole there was all these different clues that i thought was just really interesting which draw which drives this this um this show and i think it's just really cool what do you guys think about that
3: I completely agree.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I, you know what? I think that um, it's it's very smart that they, the way that they write Castle because he is a mystery book writer. Mm-hmm. He writes mysteries, so detail is everything to him. Yeah, and I think that's how he's able to point out the things that. Cast. I mean, that Beckett might miss being a detective because mm-hmm. a detective, you're trying to look and, and study certain things. But it's those fine details that it may take a murder mystery book mm-hmm. writer to mm-hmm. help you find. And that's that's the dynamic I love between those two.
1: He's got the imagination. He does. Something yeah. that detectives don't have. They want the proof. They want the mm-hmm. evidence. Right. And he's he's outside the box.
2: <laughs> and, you know, the girls and I, we were talking about how when he first in uh, season one, he was a part of this because the murders were based off his books. Right. And so now that the murders aren't based off his book, he is still, he still needs, um, he's still relevant. He still needs to be used because like you said, he comes up, he, he finds those clues that those detectives needs because the detectives have, their, their whole thing is different from him. And he's very specific. He's very detailed. And so although the murders are not based off his books anymore, he's still relevant and he's still needed to help castle uh, Ryan Esposito.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what, Paige, what you said about almost him seeing like the creative side of it, mm-hmm. because instead of putting the clues together, what Beckett does so well, he can almost like write the crime before it happens, because he's like, what little detail is going to make this so Interesting, you mm-hmm. know, like to put detail into a watch like this episode, you know, how that would lead you somewhere. He sees that because that's how he would want the story to go, where she sees it like, this is what I have, where can I go with this? Right. You know, so if he leads her up to the clues, like you had said, bam, she will just run with it, you mm-hmm. know, she can get you there. So it's really great to see the way that they work together. I thought
4: Seamus did an excellent job tonight. He plays Detective Ryan. Mm -hmm. He was great. I mean, you saw the panic in, in him. You saw him wanting to help figure this out. He came to her and he was like, look, I need you to look at this. She's like, I'm done. He was like, no. And every time something went wrong, he was clicking that phone, honey. He was trying to figure it out. I love that. And I loved how Esposito was just a badass tonight. He was so tough. He looked kind of sexy to me as Tamla, not as Lainey. I was like, damn.
1: But I mean, it was just, the show was just great. It was. <laughs> It was Ryan, Detective Ryan, that you could tell he's trying to kind of win his spot back. You know what I mean? He, I, he didn't betray them, but it kind of felt like it at the end of last season. So mm-hmm. now it seems like he's, you know, playing the best friend card. He's like, I'm doing this and I'm doing it well. So that was kind of good to see. But you kind of want them to mend their friendship, Ryan and Esposito. You really, they're buddies. You don't want to see them fighting.
2: I do like the, I do want them to, to go back and be in buddies, but. Maybe a couple more episodes. I kind of like, I like, Espe- I like, <laughs> like you said, Esposito, he's like a really badass. Yeah. And so I kind of want to see how this is going to go before they make up and become friends because obviously that's going to happen. But, you know, hold off on a couple more episodes for me at least and just kind of see the two of them kind of go at it. You know, that's mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think.
4: I think it. I think it will because do you have the two different dynamics in in those characters? One is all about sticking to the the rules, playing by the book, and then Esposito is like, look, damn the book, I'm gonna go. To my military friend, and you're going to do a favor for me. And he's like, I could lose my job. And he's like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. This, This guy shot my friend, and I need to know who he is. So that's what broke up the friendship to begin with. Ryan sticking to the rules and Esposito like, What do you mean, man? You're supposed to have my back on this, you Mm. know? So I think they'll be all right. But I I like how they wrote that, you know? Mm.
2: I also think it's interesting, you know, great minds think alike because Esposito runs into Castle and Beckett at the old bank. And so just when they had got the information in regards to the watches and and all the information, you know, great minds think alike. They were all there. And so once once Castle and Beckett was found by... by, um, by by Maddox, Esposito was right there, had his back, had their back. And unfortunately, so Maddox died. And so we were like, OK, they were this close to getting the file for the Montgomery foul. And then it blows up into pieces. Maddox is dead. And then <laughs> and then Ryan comes and saves the day trying to get back into the clique. And he has this big bag of shredded paper. And then they all work cohesively as a as a happy family again to come up with the clues to try and find um, the bank account number, Mm -hmm. which I thought was just I thought that was just so cool. But the worst
3: puzzle ever. Yes. I cannot cannot imagine.
2: imagine, I cannot imagine having a bag of shredded paper and them coming up with the account number.
4: That is Mm -hmm. part of forensic science today that right there. People who do crimes, let's say white-collar crimes, they'll try to shred all the paper up so you can't read. And, you know, the police will go in there and empty that shredder and put the pieces together and see a whole page. So I love that they displayed that. That that is a big part of forensic science right now.
2: So shredding?
4: Paper shredding, trying to erase everything from your hard drive. We can go in there, get everything out, see what you try to Delete. We, it's it's a trace. You cannot get away with anything these days. Thanks love to it. forensic
3: science. Very, yeah, it. very true. Keeping people honest. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna put that paper together.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I have to say, in that scene in particular, when they are trying to place everything together, we mentioned kind of like whose role is is what, like how they all kind of have their own relationships with everyone, and they all have their own role, but to still see them come together, regardless of how they how they act and what their ideas are about each situation, they can still come together and they still get their stuff done. You know, they can still, they still figure everything out. And because they think so differently, they all see a different aspect of, of a crime or of clues. You know, like we had said, Castle comes up with the creative, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and just kind of putting it together, like Beckett, she can finish up on it. Like it just is really great to see like the family unit Mm -hmm. and how they all fit together and just They're just there. They are the puzzle Mm -hmm. that fits together.
2: Agree. Really quickly, iTunes. I just want to stress the importance of iTunes. So, uh, for, uh, for all of you guys that are listening or are watching, please go to iTunes. Please download. Please download all the um, AfterBuzz uh, episodes. It's totally free. It only takes a couple seconds. And you download it, and you rate and comment, and then it really helps the uh, AfterBuzz network. So if you guys can go to iTunes, download and rate, comment, tell us what you think. And also, there's this new app called The Podcast. And what it does is it organizes all of your subscriptions. So if you have Castle or the L.A. Complex or... America's Best Dance Crew, or just whatever show uh, that we have on AfterBuzz, it organizes all the subscriptions that you have. So again, iTunes download, rating, comment, tell us what you think, and then please download the podcast app. Okay, all right. And
3: tell a friend,
2: yes, and tell a friend. <laughs> okay,
3: all
2: right. So let's let's go back. So um, we've talked about Michael, and we've um, we've talked about Michael, and we talked about Castle and Beckett. Let's talk about the clues, the clues to uh, Senator Bracken.
3: Good clues tonight. Yeah. They all, they led, each clue led to the next one, too, in order, which obviously is how you solve the crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it started with the watch, like we had been talking about. Yeah. We we said the details of how they were given out, and this was the year and how they found it, which took us to Michael Smith, who um, was a member of uh, the Yacht Club board, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. that's how they found him, which um, took us actually directly to Michael Smith when he was already found by Matt he was still alive in his it was his house, I believe, right? Where he yes, was found. in Connecticut. He was still alive and he murmurs out eighty-six. That's what he tells Castle. He and he doesn't get to the next word before they have to rush him off to the ER. But eighty six leads us.
2: And it was like eighty-six and mmm. mmm.
3: Mm. <laughs> He's like, go to the ER. (laughs) So, obviously, then Castle, he can't let that go, you know? And Beckett, she's like, there's nothing here. They're going through all their files. Castle's like, no, this has to mean something. We can't let this slide. Which, again, is him being that person for her that she needed in this episode. We're not giving up on this. This means something. He wouldn't have chosen that number, that one thing to say to me before he could border, like, he's bordering death right now, mm-hmm. you know, rushed in the ER. If he's saying that, that means something, and we need to go with it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's one of those times, it's, I like how you can still laugh. This is, you know, it's not happy things that are happening. People are mm-hmm. dying, there's crimes, this guy's just been beaten severely, but Castle always makes you laugh when he's doing the mm thing. <laughs> thing. I mean, that could have meant anything, right. but he used that to his advantage, and it also, I mean, it keeps me coming back to the show, you know, I A a show that's all about crimes wouldn't necessarily have the biggest appeal. And the humor that he brings into finding the clues in every Mm -hmm. step of the way keeps me wanting to watch more of Mm -hmm. what's going to happen.
2: And so we find out that 86, uh, it was 86 and Market um, was the actual clue.
3: Markwell, yeah. Markwell Street. I think it was Markwell Street, was it? Or was it Market? Market mm say <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. mm. <laughs> some mm street <laughs> okay,
2: a market or something uh, something of the effect and yeah, so yeah. and so they find the mailbox
3: yeah it was we found out that it was Smith's property yes mm-hmm. and then when we get there we found out that it's ten stories tall of course because why would it be a one-story building that yeah. would just be way too simple and they run into the mailboxes right which took them to unit 523 <laughs> yeah. so they're getting a little bit closer and unfortunately who shows up? Maddox is there, of course. So he thinks Beckett and Castle, oh, that was so nice of you. You just helped me out because I didn't know where to start. The only thing he knew was that it was in a floor safe because that's what Smith told him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we also found out that that's why he didn't kill Smith completely. He just left him half dead because if he couldn't find the safe, he needed to have somewhere to go back to.
2: Right. And then he said that he would finish... Castle off once (laughs) once he gets those files for the Montgomery files because that's what he needs I mean
1: he needs those files but how
4: creepy was it like after Maddox had you know tied Beckett and Castle up and they're in the bathroom and Castle finds that little screw and he's trying to like saw them out of there and (sighs) they're like hearing these footsteps and he was like we should have done this four years ago and and then you it's esposito done what four years ago
3: yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know like what are you guys talking about i love that part though because it saved me my adrenaline i was like oh no yeah is it, what is he gonna do is he gonna come is he gonna kill one of them is he gonna hurt him <laughs> who's he taking what's gonna happen and then for esposito to just kind of lighten it and then be like yeah what do you mean do what four years ago <laughs> well i was like Okay, Yeah. <laughs> let's move on to the next
1: scene now. <laughs> exactly. You know they're okay for a little while. You yes. just want to see where it's going to go from there. So that was that was a nice chance of luck for Beckett and Castle right there. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, it was. And then they, when they got to 523, and they're creeping around the corner, and they tell Maddox to freeze. And he's got Beckett's gun. He's got his gun. And you could tell, like, he's, something's getting ready to happen. That explosion was oh. explosive. I oh. was
3: not expecting that. How did that go on set by the way? Like how did people react to that? That had to have been like a full on I don't that was not computerized kind of thing going on. No. That was explosives that happened in that scene. We have
4: some of the best special effect makeup people and special effects people I've ever worked with in my entire history of working in this business and it's been a while, a long while. Um But that was real explosion, real explosives. No one was there when that happened. Right. But you see how they had to cut. I'm giving secrets away. They had to cut away. (laughs) We love it. Keep them coming. (laughs) Cut away. And then you see smithereens just being blown up. But real explosions. And I I, I think they had to do it like 10 times.
3: Wow. I mean, they didn't even show what Maddox had looked like after that happened because it was that intensive an explosion that. I mean, you just knew that he was dead. they were like he's he's gone. There, we, we can't even show that because it's on ABC. Like but, that's, people but, can't see that.
2: But what was also interesting is when the when the explosion happened, you didn't really see who was who because you know mm. Castle and Beckett they're both tall, and so all you saw was like a silhouette. So you only saw one. So I was thinking like, oh gosh, okay, is it Castle Beckett? Did one of them get hit? You know, yeah. I didn't really know who had got. I didn't know who had gotten hit. And then once I saw all of the, the paper in the air, then I kind of figured that Maddox was dead. But that was just that was like one of those moments where it was like we were all looking at the TV like, oh, my gosh. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Who would mm-hmm. we lose here? Well, yeah.
1: definitely. And, and you were thinking Maddox was going to shoot them. I mean, he had his gun over his shoulder. So I did not expect mm-hmm. an explosion whatsoever. Yeah. And that's yeah. what caught me off guard the most. I expected a gunshot. I expected somebody to get hurt. Yeah. I didn't expect it to happen the way it did at all.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. That was great.
3: And then yes. to see that it destroyed all the papers, it's like no, <laughs> they were so close. So they were close. so close to having something, and like not, it wasn't even a, a good explosion. Like okay, he's done. He's gone. Maybe if he doesn't find out about it, no one else is coming after Beckett. But he took everything with him. You know, so it's like now, where do we go from here? And then thankfully,
2: but you know, one in. one of the cool things is they're sometimes they're always close, mm-hmm. and. And sometimes they have to kind of start over from scratch, but again that's just that's just the four of them working together when something when something falls, you know one of them will have each other's back and so Ryan came at the paper and so they just started and continued going with what they were doing so again,' just the four of them I, I really like the dynamics of the four of them when they're working on a crime together.
3: Yeah, and Uh, I love that the show does that, too, because you think real life, and it's not going to fall into play like that, just like, oh, here's the file. Right. Oh, (laughs) it explodes. Mm -hmm. The bad person dies, and then here's all the answers. You know, it's not going to go like that in every case. So to show how things can go wrong and how you can still recover from it and how there's other ways to get you to your answer, I think, is really smart on the writer's part because – this is what, like you said, forensic scientists—they have to do. Detectives—they have to do. This is everything that they're thrown with on an everyday basis. That they can't just be like, "Oh, well, there it goes. Right. The evidence. Let's right. close the case." You know.
2: What did you guys think about once, um, once they, once uh, Beckett was going to 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 um, Senator Brackett? What did you guys think about that last ten minutes? I thought that was. Fantastic.
4: I thought he was such a penis. <laughs> That's what I thought of Senator Bracken. I mean, like to to act like you don't know about any of this and then she calls you out and and then he's still like, I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. What I care about is my image. What I care about is what the people think. I'm going to be president. So power. Is everything and who has the power? Yeah. I mean, he was really like preschool, nah, 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 nah kind of a thing. And so when she got him, I was like, "You go, girl!" Yes. Yeah, I thought that was good.
2: Well, he's a politician. I, I expected that he wasn't going to go down Ooh. without a fight. <laughs> I mean, I thought you know that's what politici- that's what politicians do. You know, he has a, You know, he has a safe face, and so he was going to play dumb until the absolute mm-hmm. last minute.
4: And she got him.
2: And not only did she got not only did she get him, but she slapped the shit out. Oh, oh my God! You got me. You got me cussing.
3: I said penis. That is a no, clinical no, no. word. He just had a Michael Smith moment. It was like <laughs> a you know mmm shriek yeah. <laughs> sh- <laughs> she's not the sh- that's
4: a <laughs> clinical word. Now that other word, there's n- number two.
2: My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry. But when she punched him in the face and said, now who has the power? And she looked at him and she said, "Um, uh, you know, that's going to leave a scar. And so every time you see it, you will think of me. Yeah. And just powerful. So you could tell that she was totally back in the swing of things. And she was like, she was back at her best.
4: But could you imagine like, facing someone that killed someone very close to you, let alone your mother, Ugh. and then acting so coldly. Could you imagine how that would make you feel?
3: Like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I'm like,
2: surprised you didn't kill him.
3: Me too. I mean, you almost have to think, like, I want to do something worse than kill you. Because I kill you, you're done suffering. You're gone. That's right. it. I want to make you feel so terrible that you will regret doing that to my mother for the rest of your life you know I don't want you to just have an easy out and you just be gone with it you know there needs to be some pain happening here
1: well he has everything he wants I mean Mm -hmm. he he took advantage of that money and he took advantage of his position and I mean he's on his way to being president Beckett is still fighting the same battle she's been fighting she's got fire in her she is mad Mm -hmm. and when you're mad I think that's way more powerful than the power he has. Oh yeah. The anger inside of her towards him and what happened to her mom is incredible.
2: But what did take me off is when he starts telling that lame story about the kid yes. and the mom yes. and Ugh. and putting the pills in the child. I'm like
3: That's that is what like it was so nice to see that though because that's what they're working with. Mm-hmm. That is how far these like manipulative Like the politician in this story, what he is actually working with, that's what he thinks is like, this is what I'm really working with. You know, this is what I'm trying to do. And it's like, for you to turn that entire story around, what is wrong with you? This is not what this is even about. Let's get back to the basics here, you know? So for her to take the high road and for her to be like, I'm not going to kill you, and you are not. I have the power. I have the file, and I will lay everything out on the line. If you don't protect, I'm going to make the same deal with you, and if you don't protect me and everyone that I care about, hmm we can play this game. And I love that she did that. It showed so much power in her and her situation and the person that she is because she didn't have to do anything physical to him. She did that because she needed like her own little like right. kind of smack you around just because I need to do I need to do something for myself. But I've got all the power that I need if you want to talk about power, you know. Exactly. Yeah. She's got those fouls. And it was a
4: good whack too. Yeah. It was a good whack. But yeah. it's almost um,
1: better she's bluffing a little bit. You know, she doesn't really have the files. She has part of a
2: file. Part of a file. That
1: probably maybe, you know, isn't credible. Like she said, these are just numbers. These are just things. People don't know Besides us, what this is, so right. the bluffing pack, like part of it, makes it even better.
2: Right, and detectives are always good at bluffing. Mm-hmm. 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 How many times it, how many times did that that hit? How many scenes she had to do to smack him? Do you know? Oh,
1: I wasn't
4: there that day, but I mean, it looked so good. Like she enjoyed it every single time <laughs> she had to do it. You know, we have to do it a million times from mm-hmm. different camera camera angles, so I'm sure it was a good ten, fifteen. She didn't really hit him, though. You
3: know, I know. we have pretend. good stunt people there to but teach you But we like how to, to think that that route. really happens.
4: <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like it felt good. Like, mm-hmm. can I just say one thing?
2: Say what you want.
4: Stana is so freaking on fire this season. She was so hot today. I mean, with the, the the meanness, the the vulnerability, she just supermodel status. I told her that too. I was like, "Girl, you looking good this with this season." Her
2: wow. hair color was different.
4: Yeah, it which, was different.
2: You know, if they're retracking. From the night before, her hair was not that same color. I'm just saying.
4: Oh, did you notice something?
2: You always have to notice things on women, cause so was it darker, or do you think lighting. it was the lighting? It was. No, it's. to I me- think it
3: was a combo because in the first scene, it looked way lighter. And I was like, how can they transition that? But then it does look like it still is a little bit lighter throughout the other scenes, mm-hmm. but not as blonde as it as it looked in in the first bedroom scene that they had.
1: Well, the first bedroom scene, she was soaking wet. I mean, if you if you if you want to get technical, I mean, she just come <laughs> in from the rain. So, I mean, you know, give her oh, hair no, no, a break. No, when they woke up in the bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. When
3: they woke up in the bed. Yeah. But I have to completely agree with you because when she when she's finally um with Senator Bracken and she's holding the gun up and you can just see every emotion like her face is twitching, her lips are quivering yeah. so for her to nail that emotion like you feel the pain as if this really happened to her and obviously it didn't she's mm-hmm. an actress but to for her to be that dead on and then just see the one tear from fall fall from her face you know like. Oh, You just feel for her. And he, and it was like, I'm
4: not going to give you the satisfaction yeah. to see me ball right now. Mm-mm. I'm fighting these tears back. I, I'm like, I'm mad that one dropped out of my eyes. So you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to pop you real good and let you know you mess with me or anybody that I love.
3: It's on you, baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I love that. I mean, how hard is it to hit that emotion? Like, especially like you say, it's the hit. Like they have to do it. Number of times, like, it's not just like, ma'am, got it. Let's move on, you know, which I mean, I'm sure is the case sometimes. But that has to just exhaust you to get to that place for every scene.
4: Um, she's very good at it. We, we had uh, she and I had some Lainey Beckett uh, <laughs> moments uh, in a different episode recently. And there was some high emotion for her. And I even when they said cut. You know, you guys can take a break. She didn't Mm -hmm. want to get up and leave, and I stayed with her. I mean, the girl is so solid. Like, she won't come out of that. She'll stay there, and every time they say go, she's ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the thing about Stana that I love. She works hard, and she—and it's it's hard to, like, hold that emotion all that time— and then go back to your regular life. I know I've had to cry sometimes in the car just to get it out, you know, when yeah. I've had scenes like that. But she's just an amazing actress and an amazing person all the way around. But she she holds it. She doesn't let it go until they say, we're moving on to the next scene. Yeah, it's great to watch.
2: Speaking, you know, speaking of moving on, so now we get toward the end of the episode, and she's going to Obviously, become a cop again. So she talks with um with um with uh, Johnson, and mm-hmm. she has to finish out her probation. But once she's done with probation, now she's back on the force. Right. And so we th- we knew she was coming back at some point. So we knew that.
1: <laughs> so
2: you know, we 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 knew that. So. Um, Let me just do this really quick. So I have a a read I want to do. So face it, we all love good comedy. It's human nature, for God's sake. So uh, Fox is stacked with a lot of premieres starting tomorrow with uh, Zoe D. She's back on the season premiere of New Girl. And just like that, she's laid off and she's looking for work. And then family is a funny thing. So from the producers of New Girls, it's a new series. Critics are calling one of the uh, year's best comedies. It's Ben and Kate. Then the season premiere of New Then a New Girl keeps on rolling with another all new episodes. And then Mindy Caitlin has a brand new office. It's a series premiere of a new comedy called The Mindy Project. And so if you're looking for A Night of Laughs, Fox has it uh, on Tuesdays. It got you covered. It starts tomorrow, September 25th at 8 p.m. All right?
3: Heck yeah. People are not going to be leaving the couch for a couple hours <laughs> yeah. right here. That's a solid lineup. <laughs>
2: yeah. But solid lineup was again tonight. We had Dance mm-hmm. with yes. the Stars and we had Castle and we have our special guest, Tamala. Okay, so now that we've kind of recapped um, Castle's, the, um, the season premiere of season, uh, se- season episode, uh, season five, episode one, let's talk about you and let's talk about your character. So we, we, were, we missed you tonight. So, we didn't see you on um we didn't see you on this episode so I was a little bummed about that being <laughs> that you were going to be on the show but we know that it kind of didn't make sense based on the story right so let's just talk about your character just a little bit so your character uh, you are the medical examiner yes and one of the things that I like about your character is. You come in there and I mean, you just break down what happens, you know, how long they've been dead for um, bruises and certain things. How difficult or easy was it to, you know, play this this character?
4: Well, I got it down now. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, uh, I have a real great group of people that I work with that were very patient with me. Season one, season two, uh, I used up a lot of tape trying to (laughs) (laughs) spew those medical terms out. It was difficult. But, you know, Seamus, who plays Detective Ryan, he helped a lot. He got me a book on... um, uh, medical examination and and all of the Dr. Botton, the way he did autopsies and um, and then Andrew, he told me I need you need to start watching Dr. G Medical Examiner, and I do <laughs> love her. Um, I also watch Forensic Files. I have a, a encyclopedia, medical encyclopedia and dictionary. So anytime those words come up, it's I'm I'm in that encyclopedia dictionary looking it up because I have to know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, but it's it's a lot easier now. Now it's like, okay, I could do this in my sleep, but it was a challenge and I love a good challenge. And I got it down now, but it was it was difficult in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Really difficult. I've never played a doctor before. I've always been someone's girlfriend or their wife. Crazy girlfriend, <laughs> breaking windows, smashing up cars,
2: like and this we won't was, go there because I've seen everything that you've been a part of. <laughs> and some of your characters, you are mean.
4: I'm, but I'm not in real life mean. Oh, I'm saying the character. <laughs> okay. I'm saying the character.
2: I'm just yes. saying the characters that you played have been kind of mean. So, they have. So I've been watching the show since season one. So when I first saw you, I was like, yes, because we got to see a totally different side of you. And it was also just refreshing, um, you know, that this ca- character in particular, you know, was African-American. So for me, that was just an honor. And do you know... That the character was not written for an African-American. I was going to ask you that. No. Um,
4: it was like right after the writer strike, Castle, the pilot came. Mm-hmm. And there really wasn't anything for anyone to do around town. It was just kind of like quiet and, and little things were popping up. So I spoke to my manager and agent and I was like, look, we're going to have to step out the box here. Can you like see if they'll be willing to see an African-American actress for some of these roles that aren't written for them? And... Uh, they, they called up the casting Donna, Miss Donna. and hey, Donna. <laughs> And she, you know, she checked with everyone. They said, yeah, she can come in. It was early in the morning. And I was the only African-American actress there. Oh, wow. One line. It was just supposed to be a guest star with a possible recurring mm. in the pilot. And it was just like, I think it was two lines that I had.
2: Do you remember what the two lines were?
4: Um, ca- Castle? Richard Castle, I'm your biggest fan. And then something about when the, the, the sunflowers, I can't remember, were covering the person's eyes. I was talking some medical stuff that I can't remember right now. <laughs> um, it was really good. I got a chance to hang out in New York because we shot the pilot in New York. Mm-hmm. And I just I just meshed with everyone so well. And it was like, you guys let me stay here for the whole entire duration of the pilot and only had one day of work. That was awesome, and then it just was like, you know, the show got picked up. I was getting ready to test for Hawthorne Jada's show. Okay, yeah. And we called ABC and we're like, okay, we know this is a possible recurring, but she's getting ready to go and test in for for Hawthorne. We just want to see if if it's still going to be recurring because we'd have to let them know. And ABC was like, uh uh uh, no, your series regular now over here. So it was like a jump. I didn't have to go test. I didn't have to do anything. They made me a series regular. They have been so wonderful to me. The stuff they've given me, Lainey's grown every season, and I never expected what I've gotten. And I'm so grateful that she has a place and that people do like her. She's easy to like.
1: I mean cuz you know like you said you're the medical terms and what you do at work but she's also quick with calling people out on certain things and she's <laughs> I mean that's fun to watch I mean you, that's the lightheartedness that you need in the show and I like that about
2: her Yeah you've yeah. called you've called out you've called out Beckett a couple times you know and kind of had the little woman-to-woman talk about a couple things that I I enjoy.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be her best friend on mm-hmm. the show. You know, we do what best friends do. I wouldn't want my best friend just let me get away with murder and not let me know when I'm not doing right or what I should be doing. Even if it's their opinion and I don't want to listen, mm-hmm. I still need to hear it. You know, and I love how they write that dynamic between Lainey and Beckett.
3: I think that's so great, though, to know that you were not even supposed to be like the character that you are to think that that was only supposed to be a couple lines because your character in the show is not at all, like, displaced. Like, it's not like, well, obviously they need a medical examiner so we'll have her talk, you know? Like, you're you're so relative to everything that's going on and, like you said, your best friends, like, it, it makes sense. Like, it doesn't, it seems like it, it wouldn't work without you being in there. So to Aww. think that that's, like... That that was just supposed to be a one. That's crazy to even know that that it that they brought it on because of you. They they that were
4: is- they were awesome. I mean, Army and Bernstein, um, just, uh, the Rob Bowman, Andrew Marlowe, like they all. Andrew's wife Terry. They all were very welcoming. They were like, "Yes, you're a part of the Castle family." I'm like, "I
1: oh, yeah.
4: am," and, <laughs> and I'm happy. Like this is the best experience I've had in television, and I've worked on many television shows, and they've been all great, but this is like my secondary family.
2: When you look back to Tambla Jones, the little girl from Pasadena, California, (laughs) did you ever imagine that you would be on primetime television? Was that one of your dreams?
4: Yeah. I mean... You know, the thing was, I always was an actress from coming out my mother's womb. I (laughs) imitated all my family members. I would tell on them without even knowing I was telling on them because I would do what they would do. they're like, who who, who'd you see do that? Auntie Carrie. So, So, you know, that was it. And then I got older and it just turned into improvs at one o'clock in the morning, dressing up in my brother's clothes and painting a uh, eyeliner mustache on, and going in my mom's room. Yo, what's happening, baby? How you doing? You know. Oh my Her putting me in acting workshops, me going to school with Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell uh, and Jalil White. I went to a fundamental school. So it was sixth through twelfth grade. Seeing them, going to school with them, knowing that they're doing it. I'm like, I can do that, too. They were my inspiration to, like, really go for it. And so one of those workshops, I just, I got lucky. There was a a talent scout there who's worked for an agency, and they were like, we want to send you out a couple of times to see what happens. And the first job they sent me out on, I booked it, and it was IBM commercial.
2: Wow. Speaking of doing it, can we talk about you and Esposito?
4: Yeah, we can talk about me and Esposito.
2: (laughs) I'm upset because season three, you guys got together, and it was on the low. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys will have this little thing where you would kind of kiss sometimes. And then if you saw somebody, you kind of, you know, disperse and not, you know, but then last season, all of a sudden you just broke up. What happened?
4: I think Lainey is a little bit of a commitment phobic. I think something happened to her in her past, which I hope we get into this season at some point.
2: I hope so too, because I thought you two work well together.
4: Um, I thought we did, too. But, you know, Lainey, she's a tough girl. And I, I, I'm assuming that this is my thought, that maybe she was married and the husband cheated on her and she was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm just going to dive into work and not really worried about it. And maybe Esposito caught her off guard mm-hmm. and she really liked him. But when the M word came up, when are you two getting married? It was like, ah! No, no, you know, Please like don't
3: make us <laughs> this,
4: this is not going to happen. He wanted to, and and she was like, "I'm not even thinking about that. I just mm-hmm. like the sex and the company, you know <laughs> right. but I think something happened to her in order for her to be that cut off because women, we want love, we want to be in a relationship and married and have kids. Something happened. Do you want to see
3: them get back together to like the point of marriage? Um.
4: Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not the point of marriage, but yes, because, you know, now Beckett and, and Castle are together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see Esposito and Lainey get back together like that so quickly. Right. I want them still to be like a little chase and for something, maybe Esposito does something and it just melts Lainey's heart.
2: And she just doesn't have a choice, but just to fall in mm-hmm. line. I don't know. But now you have Castle and Beckett. Are trying to keep their relationship on the low just as you and Esposito was doing in season three.
4: Yes, but next week you're going to see uh, uh oh no. Uh oh <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> You're going to see some juicy stuff happening. You're going to see all of us prodding. We're all going to be trying to figure out what's who. Who are you seeing? Because you're glowing right now. This is not the Beckett I'm used to seeing. You're a little preoccupied with something. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to see. Everybody wants to know because we can tell the difference from hardcore Beckett to something's a little soft.
2: Okay. Well, we're going to get a little. We're going to try and get something out of you doing predictions. But just a couple more questions. Um, Twitter. Um you were doing a a Twitter feed uh, today. You were doing like a live Twitter. What are some of what's the response of some of the fans and, and what have they been tweeting in re- in regards to um this season and what are they expecting and just what's your experience with that?
4: They loved the episode. They thought it was awesome. People are, like, up in, in Indonesia and Australia tweeting. Um, there was somebody in Spain. They were like, I'm staying up to like, 4 o'clock in the morning just I to, like to, see it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they were so excited and so happy with the outcome. And they were a little bummed out that Lainey wasn't in this episode. But I'm like, you know, Lainey can't always be there. But and she should. She should. <laughs> and I'm grateful for the times that she is. Mm-hmm. But some of the content of the show, it's like it, we only have 45 minutes, really, to tell all of this. Yeah. It's like an hour show, but with commercials. Mm-hmm. We only have 45 minutes. And you got to get all this stuff out. If Lainey had been in this episode, just to maybe go collect... What's his name? Michael I forgot Smith. already. Michael. Michael Smith, yeah. yes. mm-hmm. Um Smith? Yes. <laughs> <my>, um, Michael. <laughs> you know, I mean... It wouldn't have been a point for her to be there. And he's going straight to the hospital and he's not dead. You know what I mean? It was like the only dead body. He blew up to smithereens. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. And then sometimes they bring in another Emmy, Mutter, who is a little bit more scientifical. He is uh, more on the nerdy side of medical examination when Laney's like look this is what happened and I'm sure the murder did this and he did that and you, and you suspect he's not right because you know right. Perlmutter is more technical mm-hmm. so I have to share my time with him as well and I think he's great on the show too mm-hmm. I would love to see more Laney as well but I'm grateful for what I have
2: nice <laughs> okay uh, let's go into news and predictions Woo!
0: after TV
2: Okay, so prediction. So as you were saying that there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens. One of the things that we did see was that um, you allude to the fact that they're having sex.
4: Oh, you saw that? Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was in yeah. the preview.
4: Um, yeah, because, you know, we're girlfriends. If you were my best friend and we were hanging out, like, all the time and we're talking all the time and then I don't see you for a period of time. You would know.
3: I would know something's <laughs> up and I would ask you, what you have been doing? I do uh, love that, uh, <laughs> that Castle chimes in on that, though. He's like, yeah, Beckett, who are you having sex with? Yeah. 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 <laughs> in the preview. <laughs>
2: Is there any other insights that you can give us? Any, any news? Any scoop?
4: Um, there's a real fun episode coming up okay. where uh, all of us actually get to play to the camera. Huh. It's uh-huh. really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like a documentary type thing going on. It's about a rock star who, who they were already documenting his, his uh, tour and he, he gets murdered so they're still Mm. documenting so like
3: confessionals almost like of what everyone thinks
4: about it or no they're just there documenting the whole thing and and Lainey kind of allows it because normally the documentation wouldn't happen at a crime scene or anywhere mm-hmm. else but Laney I think is intrigued by the cameras and Rock then Rock lifestyle Castle mm-hmm. gets intrigued by the cameras and then every, you know when the cameras are around everybody's like hey right. how are you <laughs> you're going to see some fun stuff you're going to see some more mystery some more sexiness some more attitude and I hope that they really dig into I've been pushing this I mean like for two seasons now Could you guys see Pam Greer as Lainey's mom? Yes. Yes. I'm just saying, like, I I would like her to come in the morgue and bust Lainey out. Like, I haven't talked to you in three months. You haven't picked up the phone. And then you get to see where Lainey gets her sassiness. I'm just saying. I don't know. That would be amazing.
2: So will we see you with another man besides Esposito?
4: I've hinted to that, too, because that might make Esposito, like, go into full gear and make Lainey melt, because that's who she really loves. So um, I've ran into Dwight Howard a couple of times. Comic-Con was the first time last year, and he was like, I want to come on your show. And then I ran into him. I can't
2: compete with that. dog.
4: <laughs> I ran into him recently. Recently at a restaurant again. He was leaving, and I was coming in. He was like, "Yo, you never hooked me up." Mm. So I have put him and Andrew in in contact, and I don't. Andrew's open. He's like, "Yeah, we can figure it out." So white. Could you imagine? You, can yeah, you, you imagine see this
3: happening? Oh my! I goodness. would love that. I can see that. I can see Wayne Cause with that. Because he would be that fired that Esposito needs just to yes! kind of get up in him, so that he can finally get back to business here. I you heard it wrong. first. Well, I mean, I'm not making I'm any saying promises. That <laughs> you heard it first that there's
2: a possibility, <laughs> a possibility. that LA Lakers Dwight Howard, oh, might... yes,
3: new LA Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yes, this could, the mm. could be big news. Be big news. Okay, well, I'll keep
2: you
4: guys posted and well, see what happens.
2: Well, well thank you for um, thank you for stopping by and being a part of our cast. So recap here on AfterBuzz TV. It's been a pleasure. Just really quickly, I want to just also congratulate you guys because um, you guys had won Best TV New Crime uh, Best TV uh, t- Crime Show for the People Choice Awards in 2012. And so congratulations Yay. to that. Thank you. And we hope to see a lot more of you and your character. And let everyone know that anyone is welcome to come on AfterBuzz and recap with us. And you're always welcome to uh, join us again.
4: I will definitely love to come back. And I will let all. All of the castle crew and cast know that they need to stop by here and come check you guys out too. Yes, let, everyone, <laughs> let <laughs> everyone
2: know where they can follow you.
4: Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Tamala Jones. They're all A's in my name: T A M A L A Jones. Some people put an E in there, and you
2: can never find me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then why don't you guys go ahead and give your um your social media
3: yeah if yeah. you guys want to follow me on Twitter you can find me at Samantha underscore Leach
1: L-A-I-C-H yes and if you would like to follow me you can follow me at Paige P-A-I-G-E S-U-L-L
2: and you can follow me Bam Erickson B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-C-N
3: yeah all right. and you all can right. follow AfterBuzz as well all of us here at AfterBuzz TV. On yeah. Twitter
2: alright so you guys again thank you for watching Castle. After Buzz recap with our special guest, the acclaimed actress, Tamala Jones.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Thank
2: you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks,
4: guys.